When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now, go. Hello and welcome to Oh My Dog with me, Jack D. And me, Sean Walsh. This is our weekly podcast where we reveal the most intimate, ridiculous details of our relationship with our beloved dogs. I have the delightful, spirited Mildred Barrett, who is a cockapoo. My streetwise best friend is Dolly, the long-haired chihuahua whom we rescued. Uh, This podcast sets out to answer the all-important questions like, how do you greet your dog? Uh, Do you kiss your dog on the mouth? Does your dog sleep in your bed? And so on. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our chats with our equally dog-obsessed guests who roll over and tell all. You are very much part of this podcast too, and we want to hear from you. You can get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com. And find us on Instagram at omdpod. So give us a shout and follow us on social media too. Hi Jack. Hey Sean, how are you? I'm I'm well, thank you. Yeah, good, um, good. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, Mildred. Mildred's good. I mean, this is what I wanted to talk yeah. to you about is the, the the heat. Yeah, I know. Yeah. How's Dolly handling the heat? Dolly is uh, considering she's Mexican. She's not coping as well as I thought she would really with it, you know. But she's um she's had a bit of a tummy upset, and she has this funny thing. You can tell when she's being a bit quiet, and sometimes she'll just stand in the room rather than lie down and be peaceful oh sorry um, that's mildred no that's all right that's, that's mildred. okay yeah yeah there's yeah. Bu- there's th- this has been a nightmare there's builders upstairs and obviously oh, they right. walk they walked down past the the flat and the front door so mildred's barking every time they go past well someone someone's got to tell them haven't they yeah exactly mildred monos monos Oh no, there's barking from across the road out the front. I mean, it's just as well as it's in the, you know, a current affairs podcast, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> if it was Emily Maitlis and that and that other bloke she's got on it, and they, and they just sort of said, oh, sorry, my cat needs letting in. Hang on a second. <laughs> I apologise. Very unprofessional. I think Mildred's calmed down. There we go. You're saying Dolly. Yes. In the heat. No, she, yeah, she's been a bit, you know, and a bit kind of unsettled with it. And she has a funny, in the middle of the night, she does this thing where, you know, you're fast asleep, right? Imagine you're fast asleep, yes. right? Lovely. <laughs> and then you, it's all nice and peaceful, fast asleep, nice and dark. And then suddenly you hear, yeah, like that. <laughs> and it, 
And that's what she, that's her way of just saying I want to get. So there's no there's no like you know I'll come up and just you know sniff at your ear to you know to see if she wants to go out. That's what it is. But you you do jump jump away. Yes. If something happens to me and uh, you know it's uh, Jack D who died today, uh, you'll know it, it could well have been in the middle of the night when Dolly Dolly woke me woke me up like that because she wanted to go out and I was asleep and uh, my heart didn't cope with is it. Is that because of the heat? I think it is, yeah. Generally, it's either the heat or she's just feeling a bit under the weather. She tends to do okay. that. But Mildred, you say, is also suffering a bit. What she's suffering from is that I'm not taking her out in the the, the heat in the middle of the day. Mm. So I'm having to wait uh, no. in the evening. Well, that's fair yeah. enough, yeah. But she's not one of these dogs that lie, you know, like some dogs really, they like sunbathing. Yes, they do, yeah. yeah. Is Dolly into that? Yeah, Dolly will do ah. that, you see. So she'll just lie there and get hotter and hotter and hotter. But it doesn't do her any good. But she seems to think that that's what you're meant to do with the sun. So do you have to watch her? Yeah. We, we sort of say, come on, come come and cool down for a bit now. Uh, and so she's she's kind of doing that. So is, is Mildred, has she had a sort of summer haircut? No, no, no. Great. Mm. Well, see, Grace and, and Wilder are away. Oh, are they? Okay. So, I mean, I've really learnt that actually d- d- doing this podcast. Sorry, what sort, what sort of answer is that? What? <laughs> <laughs> What's that got to do with anything? <laughs> you, can't, you, you know, you can't. You, every every time you haven't done something, you can't just say, "Oh, no, Grace is away." <laughs> That's actually, yeah. Well, what I mean, yes, I suppose what I'm saying is, no, Grace and Wilder are away, so nothing gets done. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> right, never mind. Never mind. Okay. But no, okay. Um, so, so, what's that? What's that? How's that happened? Can you hear that? There's some, what is some, some music started up somewhere? Oh my God. My phone's just started playing rap music. Oh my god! Did you hear that? Yeah, I did hear it. Yeah, so- yeah. I mean, everyone heard it. Let's be honest. <laughs> this- oh. Sorry, I don't know how that's happened. No, I don't. But it did, and yeah. uh, we're just having to wing it now. I mean, <laughs> do you reckon you could get me on? Sorry, I haven't a clue. Do you reckon I've? Yeah. <laughs> well, you you know, have you got any more tricks like that? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, this is like Britain's Got Talent, the podcast, and you know. You did it without your lips moving. Incredible. <laughs> right. Okay. Sorry. It's that I'm flustered because of the weather. Yeah. And um, and yesterday I I went to I went to this healing thing that I texted you about. Oh yes. Tell me about that. Yeah. I mean I mean you don't have to tell me what what needed healing uh, if you don't want to, but, <laughs> I've got, but if you feel you can, I've got, <laughs> I've got some leftover cream if you'd like to use it. <laughs> No, I went. I went to. Um, why did I go? I can't even remember why I went. I think my back or my neck. And I went, and um, this lovely little woman. That basically, I thought I was going to be stretched, and she just ended up punching me for an hour. Really? Like, really? Really? So on your back and, and yeah, stuff. Um, and my chest, okay. and my stomach, yeah, and my really? legs. There was one point she said to me, "You know, don't look into the future. The future is stressful." Don't look into the mm-hmm. past. The past is depressing. Right. You need to be be now. How do you... Focus on me punching you. Well, this is what she did. She went, be, be now. Do you know how to be now? And I went, no. And then she punched me and she went, now. Okay. And did that help? Well, I knew, I knew that it was now. Yeah. <laughs> I was in pain now. 
But yeah. I think it's it's left me a bit disorientated, which is why now... I should imagine it has. Hip-hop is... I mean, traumatised. Yeah. <laughs> to me, that sounds like a really... Uh, you know, you've gone to the wrong the wrong person. That's a quack, isn't it? That's not... Yeah. And then they sign you up to 10 classes. Oh, of course they do. 10 more lots of being punched. Yeah. But I can no. never get... I can never... I didn't know how to... Like, it was the tutorial thing. And then at the end, they go, 10 classes. And I, I don't know how to get out of that. Because if you go actually no then what you're saying is i didn't like mm. what you did yes so i've signed right. up yeah. to 10 classes oh you have you paid for them yeah oh sure you're gonna just get 150 quid for 10 classes yeah. or each <laughs> ten, ten, <laughs> please don't say each. <laughs> so if it's, if it's each i'll come around and do that <laughs> 150 quid i'll come around and beat you up but <laughs> no, ten, yeah, no. Ten, <laughs> ten classes. Oh, I distrust these people who have unorthodox methods of supposedly healing you. I don't believe it at all. Well, a long time ago, when we had a cat, this is probably the only cat story I'll ever tell on this podcast. We were in our twenties, me and Jane, and we had this cat. I can't even remember what was wrong with the cat, but, <laughs> but someone said, "Oh, you you must have Janet over. She's um she's a crystal healer oh, no. for pets." <laughs> and I thought you can imagine the red flag was you know flying by then. And I said, "No, no, let's not have Janet over. Let's take him to a vet if there is something wrong." But anyway, we we went ahead and she came over. Poppet, the cat was called, and he was just lying on our sofa. He just couldn't have cared less. He'd come round anyway. Like you know, cats are just like that. And she said, "I'm going to, I'm going to hang a crystal over him to see what seems to be the matter." And so she hung a crystal on a thread over the cat, and then it got to a point where it started going round the crystal, started swinging a bit. She said, "Can you see it, it's swinging slightly?" I said, "Yeah, I can see your hand is moving as well, which could have something to do with it." <laughs> Mystic Meg in the flat doing the stuff with the cat. And anyway, so she and then she tried to sell us all this, uh, all these, all these therapies and those herbal things that yeah. don't work either. But she yeah, wanted yeah. Ha- us to have all of that. But I didn't go. I didn't go with. It. Well, we weren't. We I know. I know the problem because you can't say look, you're obviously a bit of a. You know, you're a fake, aren't you? Yeah. Um. So can can you go now, please? But so we said, oh no, thanks. That's so that's amazing. Uh, we'll definitely. Um, We'll take you up on that. And we I think actually we moved very quickly after that. So she, <laughs> so she didn't know where we lived anymore. And that was the end of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So look out for her. That's a good warning. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of advice about hot weather as well. That's pretty annoying, isn't it? For pets or... or well, or yeah, for every... Well. Yeah. How for, for humans and for pets, there was, a, there was a thing in the paper about 10 tips to cope with the hot weather. From our expert, you know, and it's, you know, it's like, it's open a window or if you've got air conditioning, put that on, you know, have a cool shower before you, it's basically stuff a reasonably intelligent five-year-old can tell you. I mean, this is this shameful, shameful, you know, and obviously don't leave your dog in a hot car. Why would you do that? Don't put its coat on. Don't put the coat yeah. on. Don't put the, Don't leave the heating on. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, didn't. Oh, oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness for experts. Otherwise, I was about to leave it. Leave him in a tin can for the day. <laughs> uh, 
So you know, I've, I've I've been kind of wondering about having two dogs, and I've always liked the idea of two dogs. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah, and company for Mildred. Yeah, absolutely. And um, my mum came to visit over the weekend because I can't see. I can't. No one trusts me to be able to function on my own. So if, if no. Grace is away, then my mum has to turn up. Yeah, I know. There's a roster basically isn't there, to <laughs> to check up on Sean. I know. I, did, I didn't realise that yeah. I'm I'm not in a relationship. I'm actually in care. No. Even Mildred's on the roster. She takes her turn. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got him between three and five. Don't worry about that. If you can, if you can come in and feed him, that would help me a lot. Thank you. <laughs> so. I um what did I do? Yeah, so 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 basically, my uh, mum brought her dog yeah. Hugo. Her alias for Hugo is Hugo's. So Hugo's. Ah, okay. Oh, that's nice. Okay, is that how she speaks to Hugo? Is Hugo's. It, is that your voice? Hugo's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so we had them for three days, and yeah, I won't be getting two dogs. Really? Was it was it a challenge for you? Was it too much? It's just a bit. And I have to inform Grace also that Wilder will be an only child. Uh, oh, OK. That's another decision you've made, <laughs> is it? <laughs> One of anything, you know, it's enough. Yeah. Moving to China. Yeah. I have a feeling you won't be able to hold to that decision anyway. Yes. But, but uh, with Hugo, what, what breed is Hugo? So Hugo is a staff. Big, oh, sweet. big, meaty staff and I'm not used to such a big strong dog when she would like jump up on the bed it was like a sumo wrestler landing okay on your rib cage so Hugo is a, is, is, is a girl even with that name oh what did I say did I say she you said she oh sorry yeah, that, I, that's a bad I think you're Mildred oh, that's a bad habit yeah. Hugo he 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 yeah. he, he. Yeah. rescue yeah. dog very lovely very friendly like all you know like most staffs Tail is always wagging. Sweet, uh, lovely, aren't they? Very lovely. And when the front door opens and there's the two of them. But what's stressful is the constant vying for attention that I wasn't used to because yeah. you're normally yeah. just you're yeah. just channeling the yeah. one. And they were just, just jumping up and down. And if you were stroking one, then the other would jump in and then they would start bouncing on each other because you're not. So I had to at all times make sure that I was stroking both dogs. Yeah. And if I yeah. gave one a treat, I had to give both a treat. You see, I think I'm going to channel Simon, our dog expert now, and, and I think what he might say is that the trouble is you effectively, it was like three dogs because you, you behave like one of the pack and they get overexcited because you're just, you're just roughing around. They don't kind of see you as the master of the house. They just see you as one of them. Yeah. And so it's three dogs playing together. So you're saying I'm not the master? I'm saying you're not even human at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't mean yes. it like that. I don't no, mean I know really, what you mean. They yeah, see yeah, yeah. you as that. They see, oh, sure, needs a laugh, yes. you know. And so that's the problem because I think, it, well, you, you know, the other thing is you can, if you can switch off from them a bit, I think they would probably calm down in each other's company, don't you? They did calm down. They did calm yeah. down. So there's kind of hysteria, hysterics for the first, I don't know, maybe it was even an hour yeah. of them being together when, uh, when Hugo and my mum first turned up. Uh, then they calmed down. But I really am actually unsure how much Mildred enjoyed Hugo's company. Yeah. I loved Hugo. And, you know, he'll jump on the bed. But then Mildred would be like, that's my spot. That's where I go. Yeah. I got the sense that when Hugo left, you know that feeling you get when the when the plumber has finally gone and you think, thank God. Yes, yes, absolutely. You know, you you needed them to be there for a bit and then you just want them to go. Yes. And- 
also not tell you what really the problem was, but just that it's fixed now. Because yeah. honestly, <laughs> I don't, I don't care. As long as it flushes again, I don't care. If I was interested, I'd have become a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, so I know Precisely. exactly, you know, that, that, that Mildred was thinking, oh, you know, I know he's family and everything, but yes. I'm quite glad he's gone now. I think it might be that. I'm sure it'll improve, though, the better she gets to know him and the more he comes around, it'll, I think you'll find it'll become, it's been like that with Dolly and Nelly, you know, uh, Nelly is... Uh, well, I, I saw Nelly. Ben's dog. Yeah, Nelly made her TV debut, which was very exciting. BBC One. Yeah. She's doing better than me. <laughs> I'll tell her that, yeah. Yeah, so in fact, my agent, Faye, had to sign a release form for Nelly. So she reckons she's now <laughs> Nelly's agent as well. So, <laughs> so it'll be fine. There'll be riders and all sorts. Next time you'll see, she'll let it go to her head. But yeah, it was, uh, that, it was that little clip where she walked out of the room and she realised I was hosting it. That got captured on yes, film. Yes, on Have I Got and, News For uh, You. It's fantastic. And it, and it ended up on like, Have I Got News For You. So yeah. it, was, uh, it was, yeah, it worked quite well. You're going to be doing a travel doc with her next. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could be doing that, something like that. But, you know, if she really takes off, it'll be Nelly does everything, you know. <laughs> you know, like Romish, because it's just like, he became so huge, all of a sudden, it's just, oh, <laughs> Romish drives lorries. And that's, that's the new... <laughs> And it, you know, it doesn't matter what it's. So it'd be Nelly, whatever you know. Nelly goes for a walk in Denmark or so. I don't know. It doesn't matter what. I'll go with her, obviously. Yeah, because you'll have to film it. Yeah, yeah. We should get Romish on. He's not been on yet, has he? I think he's got two. Yeah, no, he's not been on. He's got a yeah. cockapoo or two cockapoos. He's got uh-huh. two. They look that I think they're either a cockapoo. They look they're very close to a cockapoo, and he's got two of them. So we'll get him on soon. Oh yeah, yeah. That would be nice when they hear about that. Yeah. Hugo and Mildred, their their relationship will develop. I think it's only natural that happens. Actually. Yes, yeah. Well, we uh, we'll see. We've got a fantastic guest today. We really have. I'm so I'm so excited about this. I mean, a broadcasting legend. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, he'll have a lot to say. I think. I think he always does. So yeah. I was actually in an uh, on an aeroplane with him going back from Belfast about a year ago, and he uh, he talks to everyone. Eamon does just chats and chats and chats to everyone so uh yes I've given the name away now haven't I yeah it's Eamon oh, they know they know yeah. they've clicked they, they know. know they know it's Eamon Holmes it is the one and only before we do that though some listeners have written in haven't they they have we've got Jane Brooks who wrote to us yeah. about dog cat flaps. Do you remember we were talking about this? Whether you can get a cat flap big enough for a dog in other words a dog flap yes she says uh, I'm a dog parent to two cockapoos, Dolly, another Dolly, nice. Dolly Drops, Dolly Drop. and Pip, or Pipply Pooper Roopers, Mr. Pips. Um, <laughs> Pip started to use the cat flap as a young puppy, and despite his and the flap's comparative sizes, still does, particularly when people visit. It's a bit alarming for some to have a cockapoo fly out to greet them. So uh, maybe get one for Mildred. That's yeah. I, I, once they know it's there and an option, and they're used to it, they will uh, they will use it and use it and use it. I think. But you just obviously you know you don't want getting stuck. They mean the the back door, right? I oh, know. I noticed that. So you wouldn't have one normally in the front door. No. There's some photos. I think we're going to upload. We'll shove them on on the gram. Oh yes, I've just been I've been sent it through by our producer here. 
Okay, so if you do get to look at it, the flap is much, much smaller. Oh, my God. Then I think it's this Dolly we're looking at, or Pip. Yeah. I don't know which one it is, but they're very, very sweet looking dogs. Oh, maybe it's when someone comes home. I know what it is. Someone comes home, but the dog has been in the garden, and then the dog jumps through the dog flap. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe we'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, has that encouraged you to think you'd get one for Mildred? Certainly not for the front, because it would be chaos. No. Well, straight out to the main road, is it? The back's the... Yes. And the barking. Yeah. But the back... No, that's not a bad idea for the back garden. Yeah. I'll see what Grace thinks. Yes. I think you'd better. You don't want to just fit it without asking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, you could get Wilder crawling through it if she sort of gets... like She'll watch Mildred and then think, oh, I'll do that as well. Because, you know, she'll be able to at some point. Yes. Amy from Manchester sent us a voice note about her Italian greyhound Blossom. Oh, let's have a listen. Hi, I've got a six-month-old Italian greyhound called Blossom. The voice that I use for her in the mornings, sort of when she's all excited, goes a little bit like this. Oh my goodness, my little boo-boo princess. Did you do beep-seep from when we was in bed? My goodness. She's just got up from her sleep for that. And she looks a little bit like a worm because she's just like a long tube thing. So I sing the worm song to her as well. It goes a little bit like... Who's a, a little worm? Oh. Blossom! <laughs> you can probably hear her now. She's going absolutely nuts. And sometimes I do it in public. So, yeah. You have to. Absolutely obsessed with the podcast. Thank you. Oh, oh. Amy, thank you for sending that in. Sometimes when you hear a, a message like that, I think, what have we started? <laughs> <laughs> I think you think that when I'm talking to you. (laughs) But Blossom looks like a gorgeous looking dog. Very aloof looking, actually. I think Blossom looks like she's looking at Amy thinking, what are you doing? Yes. She's got that slightly supercilious look. Wonderful ears as well. So uh, Very beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Check those photos out on Instagram and post us photos of your dogs. Keep sending us the voice notes. But where Eamon's here, Jack. Yes, I know. So exciting. Holmes has been a much-loved and respected broadcaster and presenter for over four decades, presenting primetime TV shows in entertainment as well as news. He's won numerous awards, including a National TV Award, with his wife and co-host, Ruth Langsford, for hosting this morning. And he was awarded an OBE in 2018. But we don't want to hear all about Eamon's amazing achievements. We want to get to know him through his dog. Hello, Eamon. Hello, Mr. Sean. How lovely to see you. Are you going to brush your hair or are you going on like that? <laughs> we, uh, we're, working, we're working towards having a makeup department for the podcast. It's, uh, but we're, we're not there yet. At some point we will. <laughs> Sorry. I've never seen that as a great microphone. Yeah, I know. He holds it like that. He's like a rapper. Wow. So, yeah, you've got a big mic as well. <laughs> Cheers. Um, Cheers. So tell us about, intro, introduce us, Eamon. The reason I can't show you my dog, Maggie, is she's quite small and I'm on crutches and this camera, I don't think, moves. I did send you pictures. We can... have seen, we've seen pictures of Maggie. Yes, they're beautiful. She looks absolutely gorgeous. She just looks like a black fox, yeah. basically. Yes. And she's a rescue mm-hmm. dog and she's probably about... 13, 14 now. It's hard to tell. Okay. She's, she's probably 13. 
and best thing I ever did, changed my life. She absolutely changed my life. So I wasn't a doggy person before. Yeah. Oh, really? In what way did she no. change your life, Eamon? Well, first of all, I was too busy to have a dog. Yeah. Much probably like you guys, you would look and you'd say, I haven't got time for this. And my wife was the same. She said, I haven't got time for this. And uh, mm. I had friends who were pestering me about adopting a rescue dog. And I said, yeah. no, 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 we're not doing that. And then we had a seven-year-old son like he's the one and only for Ruth. He's the baby Jesus. So mm-hmm. what he says, he gets yeah. basically. So he gives <laughs> her the big eyes. Mommy, I want a dog. <laughs> and, um, so basically, it's a very interesting story. I went to the Dogs Trust in Harefield to cut a ribbon and commemorate its seventh birthday or something. Yes. Very nice. And um, while I was there, I saw this perfect little dog, just this little tiny black dog because – you don't choose it; it chooses you. Yeah. You know, there's yeah, no, there's yeah. no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, it's like the girlfriend you always wanted. You know, she gives you the big eyes, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> um, so that was it with with Magdalene, as she was called then. Um, so anyway, I scurry yeah. home and I said, Ruth, I think actually there may be a dog here for us. The first thing she said to me is, "Does it smell like a dog?" And I said, <laughs> it, was, "It was hard to tell because the whole place smelled of dogs, yeah. but." I think it looks as if you could wash it and it'll all be okay and everything will yeah. be fine. Yeah. So I said to Ruth, right, we'll make an appointment and we'll go down and see her. And we picked up the phone, made an appointment, and they said, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Holmes, that dog's now gone. It's been adopted. Oh, heartbreaking. Oh, oh no. This was disaster. Yes. So we went off. It was Easter holidays. We went off to Portugal for a week and we came back and... Uh, we went down to the Dogs Trust and we did a tour around the Dogs Trust and we looked at dogs and they looked at us and there was no magic happening. It just wasn't happening and everybody had big faces on them and we got to the end of the tour and I politely said to the, the people that were touring us around, I said, well, look, it's been lovely seeing all the good work that you do. Mm-hmm. This is a snoring now, she's snoring. And... Um, <laughs> It's hard to tell. It's either her or Ruth. I can never tell who it is snoring. But so I said, uh, well, look, we'll come back and see you again sometime. And I could see Ruth was big, long face, Jack, big, long face. Mm, yeah. And the door opened and there was this, what was called a walker. You, people, you can volunteer and you can walk these dogs. You don't have to have a dog of your own. You can actually go to the dog's trust and walk a dog for a morning, a day, an hour, whatever it happens to be. And anyway, this dog came through the door with this, pulling this lady with a massively long lead and it jumped up on Jack and Jack falls down on his knees and the dog licks his face and he basically licks the dog's face and everybody's in love. And I said, that looks like that dog I saw last week. And a woman said to me, oh, Magdalene. She said, yes, the lady who had her then got a job and she couldn't look after her, so she had to bring her back. Hallelujah, result, result. Clearly meant to be. Was meant to be. I was going to a football match at Wembley. It was FA Cup semi final and it was United against City. So I popped down the road to the match. And then at five o'clock, after United were beaten, I picked up the phone. And I said to Ruth, well, Where are you? How'd the day go? Whatever. She said, We're still here. We're still at Harefield. <laughs> and so then I popped up the road half an hour after the road and then sort of did all the official things, adopted the dog, though you can't get the dog for a week or so. Okay. So that was it. That's how we got. She was Magdalene, but we called yeah. her Maggie. And, yes. And that was it. She was Maggie thereafter. And how has she changed your life? How? What, what is that that's, that's so fulfilling? I tell you, Sean, my first job in journalism was as a farming reporter, right? 
and I was a city boy and my college lecturer, she phoned me up and she said, you know, Eamon, they're, they're auditioning for farming reporters at Ulster Television. It would be good for you. And I said, but Mrs. Fitzpatrick, I don't know anything about farming. And she said, rule one of journalism, Eamon, find out. <laughs> and so I had to find out and I got the job. I got the job, right? So that was all full of smelly things and pigs and sheep and cows. And, and I loved every second of it. Happiest times in my life, two years as a farming reporter. And so I always had that attraction. But I must admit, I wasn't a natural with animals. I was a bit, I was spooked once by a horse. And as a farming reporter, I was bitten by a pig. I was uh, pooed on by a lamb. There's things that they're, they're dangerous to be around. But I like the smell. Yeah. I like the smell of dung, uh, actually. It's quite a nice country <laughs> smell. <laughs> well, we've got our exclusive that we yeah. were looking for. Yeah. There's, other, there's other poos that aren't so nice. Dog poo doesn't smell nice, but horse <laughs> poo and cow poo, I, there's a certain attraction to it. But I, mean, I had this affinity for animals and, uh, and, and, and countryside things and whatever, yeah. whatever. But anyway, it all, it all drifted. It didn't, didn't really bother with anything. It was far too busy doing things. And... Um, Maggie then made me see other animals, whether it's a horse, a cow, a tiger, an elephant, whatever, yeah. through her, her eyes. I'd look at her eyes, and it really has given me a conflict. And I have no excuse for this. It's given me a conflict about eating meat. Yes, I understand. I totally understand that. It, it really has. Really, yeah. really has. And I'm, I'm not proud of what I say. I still eat meat because I've sort of disassociated myself. I see meat as something you get in the supermarket. I don't really see it as something you get from a farm. Yeah. You know, but she makes me think of animal welfare a yeah. lot. And I'm a big fan of Ricky Gervais. Not that I'm a big fan of your humor, Jack. I am indeed. But, um, uh, but you know what I'm going to say. He's this animal crusader and he's got this word, which I like. I'm not one for swearing, as you'll know. But the, the, he's this word for people who abuse animals or trophy hunt animals or whatever. And I think absolutely couldn't say it better myself, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Totally. So no no dogs when you were growing up, Eamon, in the family home? Well, we had, and I should say something to you, that I got a DNA test done on Maggie because mm. there's no real history. She, she, was, she was rescued from Ireland where... So many dogs. Ireland and Portugal are the biggest yes, problems yes. in Europe for stray dogs. Oh, okay. For whatever reason. And anyway, she's picked up in a big truck that comes once a week from Ireland. And she's brought to near Wembley, Harefield. And um, so I thought, I want to find out more about her. They couldn't tell us anything about her. So I got a DNA test. She's the most beautiful dog. Yeah. And uh, the DNA test came back. It was sent to America. And it came back and it said, your dog is 60 whatever percent border collie. And you can see she's a border collie, and they're the randy yeah. dogs all over the farms and things, yeah. and they just mate with anything and everything. And then she's a five percent Welsh healer, two percent Yorkshire terrier, and da 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 da, and then seventeen percent sausage dog, <laughs> dash hound. So she's basically a cross between a border collie and a sausage dog, which makes her look like a black fox. Right. Yeah, it is fascinating. So we had no dogs. So he said to me, had we a dog growing up? Well, we had a dog, a beautiful brown and white collie called Candy. Now, my mum picked the name or whatever, Candy. It sounds like a porn star name or something, but anyway. Or a sweet. (laughs) Or or indeed, Sean, indeed a sweet. And uh, so one day, Candy, we lived on a main road beside a fruit and veg shop. Basically, one day, Candy disappeared. 
And then my dad came and told us, my dad had a carpet van and he showed us how the front door of the van was open and the dog was in the back and it escaped at the waterworks in Belfast and had headed off into the waterworks and into the hills. Long gone. That was the end of Candy. Goodness knows where she went or where she went. So until I was sort of 55 years of age, this is what I believed until my mother then said, no, she did not. We give her away. <laughs> we give her away. But we couldn't tell you lot that we gave her away. So my mum said, I had five boys to look after and I couldn't look after a dog yeah. as well. So uh, she gave her away. And she was a beautiful dog. And, and, and Maggie's a sort of black version of what Candy was. She's a you know a smaller miniature oh. version. But the miniature thing, and I'd like to ask you guys, well, certainly you, Jack, I notice that when I'm out with the dog, I would say the majority of people now have small yeah. dogs. You've got a, a what, a Chihuahua, is that right? Chihuahua, Chihuahua yes. So, you know, yeah. obviously a very, very small breed. I mean, I think they're perfect because I live in London, in town, and we're, we're lucky that we're right next to the common. But I'm always amazed how many people have big dogs. You think, you know, you've got a pack of Labradors yeah. or something that you're walking. You think, I just don't know how you do it, actually. I don't know. You know, London houses are quite small, usually tiny gardens. Whereas you get a small yeah. dog, it's kind of a suits the environment far, far better. Very adorable dogs. But yeah. Totally agree. And do you have any mobility? Are you okay? Can you bend down, pick the doggy up? I find it difficult. I can still do that, Eamon. I'm still, I'm still able to do that. But you've, you've got problems doing that now, have you? Oh, total, total. And it makes me feel ashamed. And um, I mean, Maggie's nice, but she's, she's a bit dim. You know, she's not nice, but dim. So she doesn't do, you know, when people make their dogs do tricks yeah. and they say things like yeah. fetch, you know, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, looks yeah. At you. you know, she's no desire <laughs> to fetch anything, do anything. She'll lie on her back for a rub on her tummy, but that's about yeah, it. Yeah. You know, uh, that sounds like weird. Get on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you, my friend, you've got a slightly, because my son has one of these, a cockapoo with slightly yes. mad dog. Very mad. Yes. Very mad. Lots of barking, lots of running around, jumping up and down, very energetic. But I was going to ask you, because I've been at home for the week with just my dog. My partner's away with the baby on holiday. And I found myself, Eamon, I've realised I talk to Mildred like an adult when I'm on my own. And mm. I, I kind of run everything by her. So for example, just this morning, uh, obviously it's a beautiful day. I opened the curtains, but I told Mildred I was going to do that. So I went, okay, Mildred, I'm just going to open the curtains. And I thought, am I, am I mad? Am I going mad? Or are all dog owners like this? Do you talk to, to Maggie? Do you, did you run stuff by her? Do you run stuff you're going to say on the, on the morning show? Maybe any ideas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, your views? Uh, no, 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 no ideas like that. But I do talk to her. I mean, I'd like to talk to my wife and say, hi, are you? Good morning. Do you look lovely today? <laughs> I'd love you, but all she'd do is punch me in the face, you know? So I, <laughs> yeah. I can say, hi, oh, you, my princess, to Maggie, you know, goo, 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 goo. And, um, you know, she's... Is that your dog voice? Is that, do you use that voice for Maggie? Is that the voice yeah. you use? Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. Goo, 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 They're like part of the family. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's no... I, I honestly thought... to the you know, Anybody whose dog jumps into a river and they would jump in after it is mad, <laughs> I'd say. You know, I can't imagine doing that. But guys, I have to say to you, I honestly don't see the difference or much of a difference between my children and my dog. And if my dog jumped into a river 
I jump after and I can't even swim. Yeah, isn't it? it's extraordinary, isn't it? I, I think we all have that bond, really, don't we? Yeah. With the dog voice, it's an interesting thing because I've developed, well, Dolly speaks back now. So I've. it's like a slightly disturbed ventriloquist act, really. It's very disturbing. Yeah, and, um, but it, it only started because Jane would speak through Dolly saying, oh, Dolly wants the window shut or something. So I'd have to do it because Dolly yes. wants it. It's not because if Jane said, can you shut the window? I'd say, well, I'll, 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 no, I want it open for a bit longer. But it's then, no, Dolly wants the window shut, right? So I developed this answer where I said, Dolly, do you want the window shut? And she said, no, I'm all right, actually. It don't matter to me, I'm all right. So, so she's now got her own voice and that's how it's worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I wonder, yeah. if, uh, has, uh, has Maggie got a voice? Do you, do you channel her? Well, I do channel her from the point of view that if I was a dog, I would probably be Maggie because all she does is eat. Oh. She's insatiable with food. She yeah. doesn't eat anything. No matter how much she's uh-huh. eaten, if you show her more food, yeah. she's yours. She sucks up to anybody who's got food for her, and that's, yeah. that's yeah, it. Yeah. You know, I've never seen her refuse food. I remember you once told me, Eamon, that didn't you feed, didn't you feed Maggie Watsits, and that all went oh terribly God. wrong? You see that couch you're sitting on? Yes. That's exactly the colour her poo turned, <laughs> right? Basically, this awful thing. Like, Ruth is very conscientious about doing things the right way. Dry food only. Mm-hmm. You don't... I mean, I remember our first dog, Candy, just got everything that was on your dinner plate, and mm. that was it. You know, she got yes. all the scraps and everything that everybody yeah. else had, you know? Absolutely. But now, no, 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 no. Maggie only has dry food unless Ruth decides... That she can have chicken or meat yeah. or uh, broccoli or I don't know what else. What else? Yeah. I'm not allowed to feed the dog. But the reason I'm not allowed to feed the dog <laughs> is that so I'm sitting reading the paper and eating Watsits, which is a little pastime yeah. I enjoy. And the thing Lovely. is, I, I can't do. enjoy my Watsits because she's looking at me every two <laughs> seconds. And with shrinkflation, there are not many Watsits left. Now, the shrinkflation means that you don't get too many to a packet now, unless you buy the big cheesy <laughs> puff. Right? I've not heard of that. What? Repeat, sorry, but shrinkflation. Yes. On crisps. On yes. crisps. Yes, yes. So they not only charge you more, they give you less, which is double bubble mm. for them. And um, but you get the big cheesy watsits. They do a bigger size yeah. watsits. Yes, size the giant watsits. Yes. So anyway, I opened a bag of these, and I'm thinking, shut up and leave me alone. Who are you? Do you do? So I'm giving her the, the watsits. She's down the floor, and I'm enjoying my paper, eating my watsits, reading the football pages, whatever, whatever, and that's fine. So anyway, next day, Ruth comes screaming into the bedroom. Oh my god! Oh my god! What's wrong with? What's wrong? Something wrong with Maggie. Something terribly wrong with Maggie. I'm thinking, gosh, what is this? <laughs> so the unfortunate thing is the color of your wall behind you there, both of your colors of wall, that sort of beige color is the color of our carpet throughout right, the house, right, okay. right? Well, it was the right. color of our carpet throughout the house. But Maggie got a touch of the runs and it then turned out the color of your couch, that orangey sort of color. <laughs> so the carpet cleaner came and uh, the carpet cleaner then said, Mrs. Holmes, I'm sorry to tell you, I've got every stain ever out of your carpet, but I can't get that stain out. It's like glow in the dark. You turn off the lights and it's glowing. And he said, I don't know what that is. And Ruth immediately, for some reason, turns to me and says, did you give the dog something you shouldn't have? And I went, no, no, I have no idea what that is or what that could be. Well, there's something terrible, nothing could have made it. I've never given her anything like that. What could be wrong with her, whatever, whatever. 
So then later on, on that night, Ruth discovers there's Watsits in the cupboard and she comes holding <laughs> me and said, did you give Maggie Watsits? Did you? And I went, no, Ruth, I did not. I would not do such a thing like that. What, and risk poisoning the dog? Do you think I am? I love that dog. I wouldn't give her anything that was bad for her. And she said, I, I'm not sure I believe you. And I said, well, you don't believe me, then that's fine. <laughs> If you don't believe that I love that dog more than you. So basically, the moral of the story was dogs are allergic to Watsons. Don't go there. (laughs) Not good for them at all. Not good for them at all. Staying still there. We couldn't afford to change the carpet. Staying still there. uh, Maybe she buys Sean's sofa because it would go with the stains. Help it all blend in. Very welcome to it. Obviously, you and and, uh, and your wife, Ruth Langsford, we should say, is, uh, you know, you're both very busy people. Who's there to step in and help out with Maggie if you're both working? Well, we're lucky. We've got a housekeeper and she'll do stuff. I've got a PA. She'll do stuff. My son works with me. So the house yeah. is busy. People come in and out. And there's there's always, otherwise yeah. we couldn't do yeah. it, Jack. Otherwise you couldn't. Yeah. Uh, what I would love to do, and I think this is a very good idea. I think that companies that allow you to bring your dog to mm-hmm. work. I think, it's a, I think it's a great thing. I, I do think it changes the mood in offices and, and whatever. But Ruth is always anxious always panicked that the dog will let us down and do something wrong the dog's never the dog is the best behaved dog i've never seen the dog angry she doesn't she, oh, she wouldn't have so the temperament cool. like your cockapoo she wouldn't be jumping up around you yeah. she only barks at one type of person that is delivery people ah right yeah she doesn't like the delivery people that's only yeah. that's only she saved us from six amazon two delivery people <laughs> delivery the post office you know she's protected us from all those yeah. people yeah. around the house but um, she never barks yeah, about anything. Yeah. It's so sad. She's very frightened. I mean, we've had a lot of thunder and lightning oh, recently. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. That yeah. petrifies her. Absolutely. Oh, really? Like what does she do? Is she under the bed, under the sofa? She literally just freezes and shivers, shivers oh, looking at no. you. And um, don't you? No. Don't you sleep? This gets me to this other dilemma, which is Halloween and fireworks and New Year's Eve and whatever. Yes, with yes. yeah. She reacts very yeah, badly yeah, to yeah. all of this. Very, very badly. They need company and looking after on those nights, don't they? Yeah. I was wondering, yeah. does Maggie recognise you on telly? That's a very good question. I remember in reverse, I remember putting on Ruth's voice. Ruth was on Loose Women mm-hmm. one day and putting Ruth on. She responded to Ruth's voice, hearing Ruth's yeah. voice and stared at the screen. So I presume... She could well do. I think she would. I mean, if I've ever played something back, listening to a record or something, uh, Mildred will suddenly think that that's me communicating with her. Do you seriously go to your park and shout, Mildred, Mildred! (laughs) Do do you seriously do that? I I really do Mm. do that. I do, I shout, because she's actually double barrel, Eamon. She's Mildred Barrett. Who is Mildred Barrett? (laughs) Is she named after a ship or something, or a? <laughs> well, that's well, the good ship Mildred Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, we we uh, me and Grace decided we want we wanted a name that we thought would amuse us if we heard someone calling for a dog. Well, it's worked for me. Yeah, <laughs> but Barrett actually comes from my favourite film was Ghostbusters. And the romantic interest in Ghostbusters, uh, played by Sigourney Weaver, is called Dana Barrett. Ah, 
Uh-huh. And so Barrett is after Dana Barrett from Ghostbusters. So Mildred Barrett. There it comes. That's a bit intense. I, I'm getting the impression that that yeah, that me and Jack have taken a much more simple approach here, doggy. Dolly. <laughs> and she she came with that name anyway. So So you could say hello, yeah. Dolly. Very all good, day. All day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I see uh, you had a, a statue made of Maggie, didn't you? Yes. Oh my word, yeah. yes. Well it's beautiful. Here's the thing. Go on. She, she's a wee dog, and I, I do. Being Irish and Catholic, we're quite maudlin about death. We talk about death. We fear death. Yes. You know, you always think is the banshee outside. Who's the banshee coming for? Whatever, whatever. Yeah. And Ruth says, "Ah, oh, she she gets very annoyed about this." And I said, "Ruthie, she's getting on, and I wow. think we should make an inquiry to the taxidermist to see if we could have her stuffed." And put on the hearth. The way you go into, you know, you go into fancy hotels and castles and they have foxes yeah. and things there and no one blinks. Yeah. They just have them and they have rabbits that are stuffed yeah. and whatever. Yeah. And what? What did you just say? <laughs> we could get the dog stuffed. I can't believe you would say that. I said, but then she'll never be gone. She'll be sitting there by the fire and we could look at her every night and we could talk to her. Are you, Maggie? Are you okay? Do you want a sausage? Do you want a sausage? What do you want? Oh, God. <laughs> You're sick. She called me sick in the oh, head. Norman Bates. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, come home. Hello, my yeah. Anyway, so that was ruled out. And oddly yes. enough, I got no support from within the family circle at all. Nobody was me on that one. So one day I was walking through this race meeting and there was this display of a woman who did... Look, see, there oh. she is alive. What's wrong? Is oh, you've got a delivery. You've got a yeah. delivery. Yeah, we've got a delivery. Right, yeah. come here. Yes, come on. Go on, good girl, good girl. Um, <laughs> after delivery, right. So, well done. Oh, listen yeah. to him. So uh, basically, where were we? We, we? Yes, yes. So I was walking through this race meeting and this woman had all these paintings and sculptures and whatever of animals. Most of them were horses' heads, it has to be said, but she had a couple of Labradors there, real life-size Labradors. And I said, I've got a dog. I said, look at my phone here. Could you do a statue of that mm. dog? And she said, yes. And I got really hooked on it. I thought, I'm not going to ask Ruth about this because it would be a straight mm. no. So basically, she created a bronze of the dog. Lovely idea. You have the pictures mm. there. And I yeah. defy you, defy you to tell me which is the statue yeah, and which is, is the dog. It's hard to tell, but it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> and did she do it all from photographs? No, 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 no. No, the dog even down to wow. the studios. And, and no, the, the woman the woman came to the house. She had about three or four sittings. She took measurements, mm. uh, quite a lot of measurements of the dog. Yeah, and it all worked out well. And uh, then she created this bronze. It's all very, very serious. But honestly, it was expensive. But yeah. But I have to say to you, best money I ever spent. No regrets. No regrets ever Lovely. having done it. And I know that whatever happens, whether I get divorced or whether the dog dies or what happens, yeah. I will always have Maggie with me. <laughs> yeah, it will always be there. Recommend it. I'm with Ruth on that. I think it's nicer than having having Maggie stuffed and left. Yes, there. so do even I. If you, even if you <laughs> stuffed her with what's-its, you know, in a way that would be sort of... <laughs> <laughs> that would please her and probably oh. no one else. Yeah. And is Maggie allowed all over the house, Eamon? Would Maggie be allowed on the furniture now? Ruth's from an army family and she's very regimented and everything. So everything is orders in our house. Everything happens okay. at a certain time and it's very regimented and, and whatever, whatever. It's a bit like living in cold. It's, 
but basically she <laughs> she's you know she runs the roost and uh basically the orders were this that dog will not be upstairs it will not be on any of the beds it's not going to happen i give it about six weeks and the dog was there because i think the baby jesus <laughs> jack he said he decided he wanted the dog up in his bed and now the dog he, he went off to university eventually and the dog is on our bed every yeah. single night, and uh, and that's the uh, way it is. Oh, uh, you know, our Absolutely. dog sleeps with us, and uh, this, it's just, mm. the thing is, if you we, we've only got one dog, as you have as well, they think of you as their pack. Really, they want to be with you. They couldn't, yes. they can't understand Absolutely. why they're not allowed. They're not allowed to sleep in the same basket, you know, as you. So that's really yeah. what it is. But I tell you, the great thing is, I don't walk her because I mm. can't. Um, yeah. I, I don't make up her food. Yeah. You know, whatever. I don't do. Yeah. I don't bring it to the groomers. I don't do. There's loads of things I don't do, but I come into the house and the dog adores yeah. me. That dog yeah. adores me. Lies in her That's tummy. It. Just everything. Just Lovely. adores me. So excited when she sees me. Now, if my wife would only treat me like that dog, that would be the answer <laughs> to everything. Just adores me. Adores me. Any plans uh, for a second? Well, Ruth again chickens out of this one. I, I feel certain obligation because you know I'm, I'm patron of a few charities you know canine and mm. the dogs trust and oh, uh, and it's all right. about rescuing dogs and the, the terrible you see dogs all the time and you say right i should really take a second one here and then we think you know are we um outstaying our welcome on this in terms of you know how far we're pushing it and uh and so anyway so far it's been no but then we think it, it then gets to a yes and i say to ruth yes it's good because as Maggie gets older and is about to die, it'd be nice to have another dog there. And then she goes, that's it, that's it. I'm not, because you've mentioned she's dying. We're not, we're not doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's I'm been in great, great health. You know, she's a she's a mongrel, absolutely superb health, still looks really good. And the dog looks well as well. Um, so all of these things. <laughs> so, I, 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 think I, I think I would like, I think I would like to have a second yeah. dog, but... Like, as yeah. Jack said, I don't think I could. Uh, initially, I thought I'd love a retriever or I'd love a uh, Labrador or something. But I, I don't think bigger dogs, bigger food, bigger poo, bigger mm -hmm. smells, bigger yeah. cleaning up. And I just I just don't think, no, I think it'll always be a rescue dog yeah. for, for us from yeah. here no, on. No, I think, yeah. that's, I think it's, uh, if, you, if you possibly can take on a rescue, it's absolutely the best thing to do, isn't it? And... Uh, uh, yeah. and, and hats off to you for being involved in those charities. That's a, that's, a, that's a terrific thing, isn't it? Thank you. So we always, we finish with our question we always ask uh, everyone, Eamon, is uh, yeah. do you allow Maggie to kiss you on the mouth? I wouldn't forbid it, but I wouldn't encourage it. Yeah. She's got a bit of a bad breath sometimes. And Ruth gets very touchy about that, and then we go and get these clean sticks and things and brush for her. breath that smells of what? <laughs> when I sometimes when I see where her nose goes, I'm not I'm not so sure. Yeah. But, so so no, I wouldn't encourage uh, it, Jack. No, no, I think that's a I think that's a, a reasonable halfway house type answer. And yes. I think we're most of us are a bit like that. We just think, oh, I don't mm. I don't want it to happen, mm. but you know, I don't want to hurt her feelings if she does do it. I'm saying, oh, yes, oh, get yes, off. that's it. <laughs> I went to a dog psychic mm. once when I said I didn't, I didn't go to a dog psychic. A dog psychic asked to see me, said very important news oh, yes. for me. And I thought I couldn't resist this. And this dog psychic came to the house and she said, Maggie wants to know why you don't let her kiss you on the lips. 
I said, I said, well, tell Maggie that's a reserved pleasure for only a few, for a precious few uh, on that. And she said, Maggie also wants to know why you don't bring her to the seaside. And I said, because it's fucking 65 miles away. That's why. And she says, she loves the seaside. And I said, well, you know, well, good luck. I said, I love the seaside too, but um, there you go. So I, I concluded quite quickly that this woman, the psychic doggy, psychic wasn't for me, really. Uh, yes. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very wise. Did she just come up and approach you and say, look, I've, I've been getting... Contact me on social media. Oh, right, OK, because yeah. that's normally such a reliable source of... Saying... <laughs> well, you see, I thought maybe the dog was trying to tell me that she was the reincarnation of somebody that yes. I knew. And then I would, you see, and I thought there might have been a deep message from beyond oh, the grave. I see, here I see, but actually it was all about... Instead, she wanted to go to the seaside and kiss me on the lips, <laughs> which is probably what a lot of girls would like to do, but <laughs> it's not going to happen, is it? Not anymore, no. no. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll get lots of messages now, now that you've... Fingers crossed. Oh. Yes. Uh, well, thank you for joining us, Simon. Oh, it's been absolutely fantastic and, and wonderful getting to know Maggie. Yes. Seems like a fantastic yeah, dog. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. They're all good. They all, as I say, just reawakened my interest in all sorts of animals. I watch all sorts of live uh, wildlife programs and, and, and I just think animal welfare. I think there'll come a time, I don't know how many hundreds of years away, but that, you know, people will look back and say, to think they couldn't talk to the animals back then. They didn't know what the animals were saying. They didn't yeah. understand them, and they ate them as well. I think sometimes, way off in the future, our relationship will be re realigned with uh, animals. I do think you have to to realign. You know, when you see and you see lions and tigers and things painted as killers, mm. and then yeah. then I see stuff on Instagram and whatever about people having lions as pets and. You know, hugging them and kissing them and these animals recognizing people after years of being apart mm. and whatever. Mm. Yeah. So there must be a way of communicating. There must be a way. And, and yeah. trophy hunting ain't no. that. Oh, no. Oh, for God, heaven's no. sake, no. no. No, absolutely oh, not. No. But also, to be clear to all of the listeners, um, despite what Eamon said, we do not advise that you get a lion <laughs> as a pet. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you the truth here. I'm going to tell you the truth. When I was young, there was a man in Belfast called... Buster, not Buster uh, Keaton, Buster. The first name is enough. I'm, name? I'm there already. Buster, Buster yeah, will do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's an ex-boxer yeah. and he had a lion as a pet. We saw this as kids in the 60s and he used to walk the lion around the streets. He walked it through the city centre and whatever. And I remember my dad and whatever talking to him. We all stayed at the other side of the road, but he had a lion. <laughs> it was his pet. There you go. Are yes. we allowed to ask what happened to Buster? Did he... Uh... The lionette buster, I think that's, <laughs> yeah. that's absolutely true. Look it up, the history yeah. of Belfast. There is a man called Buster and his, yeah. and his lion. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't remember uh, his name. No, that was entertaining enough. That's enough to Google, that is right there. Thank you so much, Eamon. Thanks, guys. Absolute pleasure. Maybe we'll all go walkies one day. That was fantastic, wasn't it? Oh, wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I think Maggie's very lucky. I'd love Eamon as an owner. Oh, yeah, he would be. I think he's the perfect person to be owned by yeah. if you're a dog. He clearly absolutely adores Maggie. The pictures he sent in of, of himself with, with Maggie are very yes. enchanting. It's funny, it's just like, you know, you talk to Eamon 
and suddenly, because he's someone you've kind of known on the telly all your life, as it were, isn't he? He's always Absolutely. been there, always been there. Um, and then you're kind of hearing these kind of intimate family details of his life, which is uh, what I love so much about talking to people about their dogs. Yes. You learn about them through their dog. Yes. And, and you always, I think... It's kind of maybe obvious to say, but you always get to to meet the kind of the gentle side of someone, the good side yeah, of someone. It's yeah. affectionate, is the yes, word. Indeed, yeah. it's you see the affectionate yeah. side of everyone, yeah. and that's what's so wonderful. And also, you you learn that you know some people allow dog psychics into their home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even though they've never met. No, them. only they got in touch on social media and. <laughs> But it's a good enough reason. You think, oh, maybe, maybe there is something I need to hear, and you know, we, because when it comes to our dogs, we're kind of most of us will do anything, won't we? If if you heard, oh, you know, I can make Mildred happier. There's something she needs to tell you. So can I come over? Yeah. <laughs> it does, you know, sound a bit like a ruse, doesn't it? You know, like a bit of a scam. You know, all I need is your bank yeah. details. Turns out the statue of Maggie's gone. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm I'm sorry that um, your sofa was used to describe <laughs> Maggie's Maggie's what's it diarrhea. I know, I know. I thought I thought there might be some, you know, danger perhaps mm. in in want of a better word that that Philip Schofield might come up. Well, you know, he was I think happy to avoid the subject. Absolutely, but what I didn't foresee was Eamon telling us the different smells of dog poos that he liked or didn't like. <laughs> so, yes, it's a little insight that no one ever knew. Do you reckon that'll make the front page? You never know. It could do. could do. Which was the one he liked? Well, he was talking about dog poo versus cow and, and horse manure. He, yeah, yeah he, liked, he liked horse poo. I like horse poo. <laughs> that could, it, it is, that's what it'll be shrunk down to. But uh, I, I know what he means, of course, because there's that farmyard smell. Yes, yes. It's not quite yes. as appalling, is it? Dogs and cats. No. It's not a nice thing to, to dwell on too much, really. Country poo. Yeah. There's a strong smell of that everywhere. I was um, in the countryside a couple of weekends ago and a local farmer was, <laughs> you know flinging this stuff all over his field and it, it was pretty strong actually by then it's left to ferment for a bit maybe that's what they're doing at victoria station toilets as well <laughs> maybe that's what they're just letting it ferment but uh yeah lovely to speak to Eamon and i hope he gets a second dog because that will be a very very happy dog ah completely Indeed. completely yeah well, thank you for listening to Oh My Dog. Every week we get all these insights from our guests. We hope that you're enjoying getting to know a different side of them through their relationships with their dogs. Yes, and don't forget to get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com or you can find us on Instagram at omdpod. Please get in touch, give us a shout, leave us a voice note or a song uh, that you sing to your dog. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, because we love your voice notes. It really is very special to hear those. And remember... A dog is for life, not just for podcasts. Happy now that you've got that line back? <laughs> Wrestled it back. Yeah. <laughs>